Jonathan and and I'm Ashley and this is our podcast uh, WWJD what would Jesus do right now a daily podcast about um, us as Christians and how we live our day-to-day -day lives and how does Christ influence our lives even today um, oh I would also like to plug Bethel music the intro you guys heard at the beginning that is a great music ministry and it has been um, very powerful and very inspirational to my life. And we have a very special guest with us today, our pastor. And would you like to introduce yourself? God bless you. Uh, I'm Pastor Buck Crumley. Amen. From about my father's ministry, it's good to be here today and talking with you. God bless you. God bless you. Um, where's your church located? Our uh, church located, I should It's say. 2533 North Ashley Street. Amen. Down, downtown Valdosta. Valdosta. Born and raised. I love this town. But um, as we move on to our next segment, before we move on, um, if you guys are hearing this podcast, there's a, a lot of different ways you can hear this podcast um, as far as Anchor, SoundCloud. Um, we're now on Radio Public. We're also now on Stitcher. We are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you can find us. And we're expanding more and more as the days go along, and the Lord is really blessing our ministry to really move far and wide. So if you guys have any positive uh, feedback or reviews, I would ask that you give us a five-star rating on your, on your podcast provider and um, leave any questions or things you would like for us to talk about. And um, as we move forward to our next segment, um, I would like to start with you, Brother Buck. What is something that has inspired you this week or a passage of scripture that really inspired you this week? Well, this week I, I thought about uh, the scripture and uh, inspired me of this week of John 10 and 10. Um, I know I use that a lot, but I was thinking about that uh, being in, inspired me this week about the Bible says the thief come to steal, kill and destroy. And we understand that uh, it is designed to steal and destroy things from us. But I was intrigued in listening to that. Uh, as it encouraged me about Jesus said, but I come to give you life. And I thought about life and uh, life being to prosper. And he said, not just to give you life, but to give it to you more abundantly. And I thought about life as prospering, but he said, I'm going to give it to you more abundantly. So that, that encouraged me uh, thinking of that, of what we struggle with from day to day and the Lord just giving that to me. Amen. Amen. That's, that's, that's great. Um, 
Moral Lines this week has really been an eye-opening week for me. And, and it's not necessarily that there are things that are new coming about. It's just the reaffirming of things that I already know. We're receiving new revelations from the Lord this week and all of us. Yes. Amen. Amen. And the one thing that stuck out to me the most is something that the Lord has really drawn me close to for obvious reasons. If you know anything about my testimony, um, Paul has really stuck close to me because um, of my transformation from being a persecutor of Christians That's to right. being becoming a Christian myself. And, mm-hmm. and, his, and in chapter 6, verse 1 of, um, of 2 Corinthians, he really talks about what to do when someone falls out of the grace of God, we as Christians, we're supposed to humble ourselves, become, use our meekness, and to help them to get back to the position where they feel confident in the Lord. And I really needed that yesterday because I really felt the devil was really trying to make me feel like I was inadequate. Right. And it took my fiance coming to me and actually being, okay, well, I'm going to pry this out of you. And now, you know, now we need to we need to encourage one another. You, you, you're just look in the mirror and see who you are and see how who what God has made you. That's right. And I think, you know, a lot of times um, it's it's never easy to pry that out of someone. Um, but I know a lot of times we're fearful to approach, you know, another person with our problem because, you know, until the Lord shows us how to properly handle, you know, someone that's kind of, you know, backslidden or fallen away, you know, we're as you know new christians young christians babies in the faith you know however you want to call it um we're really used to you know people casting out the harsh judgments and and this week you know the lord's just shown us you know that that christ is mercy and he's meek and he's gentle and he is mild and you know as christians that's the same way that we should strive to be amen amen all right and um all right as we move on to our next segment um it's going to be a loose-based Q&A. Um, there's a few things that I want to know because you're, you are an inspiration to me. Because um, let me give you a little backstory, guys, just in case you don't know. Um, the first encounter we had with Pastor Buck Crumley was at um, a funeral. Me and my, fianc- my fiance's cousin, uh, my godfather, um, passed away. And we both went to the funeral. It was an odd connection. <laughs> of what put us to the funeral. It was, it was a, the, the, the spirit of the Lord was really in the midst because we were really scared about our relationship and whether we, we, we had come together and said we were going to keep this under wraps to, uh, to keep the peace, keep so the peace and conflict, but the Lord had other plans. <laughs> so to make a long story short, we ended up, she didn't know she was going to the funeral of her own cousin, and we ended up going, and the Lord was like, well, you guys have to stand up and be accounted because you can't hide from things. That's right. And so, and then we, we saw Pastor Buck give the service and he really touched both of our hearts. He really touched my mother's heart as well. And um, it, 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 was a, it was about a month before we actually came to the church. And once we got here, it was, there was no leaving. There was no being anywhere else. There was no, it was, there was no like, okay, well, I like that, but I'm going to go back to my church. It, it was none of that. It, it, exactly. A spiritual home is something that many people search for without even know they're looking for it. And to find peace 
because, refuge. Yes, because that's what Paul talks about a lot. Amen. Finding refuge and finding peace. And, and when you're having problems, you come to you come to the church Trump. and you you allow the elders to pray over you. Allow the, you, you. You get yourself in the midst because where two two or three are gathered together in my name, I'm in the midst. The Amen. Lord is in the midst. And that is something that we we as Christians need. That's right. And that was something that was immediately God immediately blessed us with that. And that is something that inspires me. And I just we just want to know how it all came to be. Exactly. I I, I personally believe um, a God movement. Amen. Come to be. God ordained it. Amen. He knew it from the foundations uh, when He created the foundations. Um, supernatural. God moves in the supernatural. Amen. The Bible said you must worship Him in spirit and in truth. And uh, we worship Him in the spirit. Amen. And we understand that He operates in the realm of the spirit. Amen. And and come to the And I do want to say this that um, I am glad uh, we met you and I'm glad you're a part of AMFM. And um, you too, you do have great ministry in you. And um, I'm glad the Lord had allowed us to be together. Amen. Amen of that Amen. time. Amen. I know it was on a, a circumstance of a home going. Amen. I know a lot of people refer to funerals as a passing away. But this man of God was uh, a man of God. And um, the Bible said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Amen. And uh, we were celebrating that day of a home going of a man of God being in his rightful home place. And uh, not just that of a celebration, but celebrating uh, of a new friendship and relationship that we have here with Brother Jonathan and Sister Ashley and your great ministry that the Lord's allowed you to be in. So God bless you. Bless you. Okay, now we have the next question. Um, if you could give any advice to um, to new Christians, as far as if if you see someone on the street and they're they're fighting with their their spiritual well being, what would be something you could tell them about the love of Jesus that could that, that you feel that the Lord would allow them to to fill in their heart to give them conviction? Because as we're here in this ministry, is what would Jesus do right now? How he is continues a part of our day to day lives, even as the world has become liberal, conservative, That's everybody's right. on one side or the other. Right. But in the Bible, the, the God said there can be good without evil, but right. where can they search for the good in life? That's right. You, I think about that um, as you had asked that question. Um, and uh, we were talking earlier about the name of the ministry God has allowed you in this podcast. It's uh, what would Jesus do right now? And we live in a right now world. Mm -hmm. And for young Christians, those coming in Christ, and, and uh, they having to, we live in this world, amen, um, and we are humans, and we have to be of this world, and live in this world, but not be of the world, but, uh, you know, the Bible talks about we just pass through here. But as a uh, new Christian, amen, and uh, spiritual, but talking about your ministry, uh, what would Jesus do right now? What would he do right now? So I talked to the young Christians, and uh, we have a... Uh, slogan we like to use WWJD and I, I see that you use that in your ministry and what the Lord has allowed you to have here for your podcast uh, well what would Jesus do is, is let's put ourselves in those young Christian shoes um, having to face life having to face things of this life what would Jesus do what did Jesus do um, he come meek humble uh, he accepted what was at hand and um, 
He was wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove. He was quick to hear and slow to speak. Um, but anyhow, God bless. Um, Can I add to that? Yeah. Because um, I know this, this comes from you know my walk of life, but I know I'm not the only one. Um, I, I like that you, you mentioned you know, that Jesus accepted what was at hand because there's so many times that there's something in, in someone else's spirit and we don't agree with it, so we shun that person. Or we you know, just, just cast them to the side without trying to understand or trying to help them. So, yeah, I'm, I'm grateful. Right. Um, definitely grateful for the acceptance and love that's just been lavished upon us, especially here. Um, that's all. You know, to add to that, if I may, just for a moment there, um, I, I'm reminded in the spirit of listening to the Lord as we talk about that. What would what would we do? Um, the scriptures tells us that love covers a multitude. Um, that doesn't mean we have to accept every sinful and everything that's going on. Amen. But what Amen. would Christ do? What did Christ do when He come? The Bible says in John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son to whosoever believeth in him should not perish. Amen. So um, as a young Christian, uh, and we face things of this life, and we look at things, and some things are evil of this life, and we see the works of the enemy. So how do we cope with that as a young Christian? Um, we go to our Father, Jesus Christ, and ask him, Amen. WWJD, what would you do? Amen. And listen. Listen to that still, small voice. And speaking of the right now and the right now world that we listen to, um, sometimes the answer doesn't come right now. That's right. Um, sometimes you, you get alone by yourself in the stillness and the quiet, and you say, Jesus, what would you do? And sometimes Jesus is going to tell you to wait. Wait for me to handle it. Um, I know myself personally, as, as a young Christian, I, I had all of the zeal, but not the wisdom. Right. And... You know, sometimes I, I cause more harm than good, you know, not waiting for the Lord to, you know, show me how to handle that properly. So it's just as important, you know, to ask um, and also sometimes to just sit still and wait, you know, because the Bible tells us that the battle is the Lord's. This battle is the Lord's. Every battle that we face on a day to day basis, you know, whether you're a young or old Christian, all of it belongs to the Lord. You know, he says that, you know, our bodies are not our own, that, you know, we were bought with a price and Jesus shed his blood for us. So that's, you know, it's always important to go back Amen. to our father and ask. Amen. And wait for the response. Sorry. <laughs> so um, what are what are the plans for for the church? I know you have um, we're, we're you are currently uh, trying to acquire a new building. And um, I see that the praise ministry has 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 grown and. Um, I see expansion on the horizon, so just I give you this opportunity just to plug your the, what the what you believe the Lord has in store for the future. Amen. Um, as you can see right here in front of us, we have a, um, a blueprint of the, the future facility. We uh, the Lord has allowed us to purchase a piece of property. It's off the twenty sixty one East Park, um, a little over about seven acres, and um, we do have a vision and a future of putting a um, a home church there, uh, but. We have bigger visions than that. Uh, the Lord has gave us uh, four other names to four other churches um, in the time to come. Um, this building, when we get to this level here with the Lord, uh, it will be the name of this. Uh, here will be AMFM. 
Uh, right now, we're in a building off of 2533 North Ashley that is about my father's ministry. But this facility here, um, we're in the process of, it will be called AMFM. It will be a sister church, uh, but about my father's ministry will be a, a home base, and we'll have branch branch churches from that, but uh, that's kind of where we're going now. So, okay. oh, Praise God. And um, I know that, Lord willing, we'll be here every step of the way. Amen. Every Amen. step of the way. And um, um, right now, I just want to have a little segment and just talk about something that um, more of a pick-your-brain type deal. That's right. Okay, um, I know as myself, um, I was I was a Christian. I've been Christian. I, I first became Christian when I was eight years old. That's right. Uh, at a very young age. And the Lord really touched my heart in my early teen years. That's right. But I strayed away from it as time went on because the... Um, my childhood and different things. You could make it, I could make a million excuses of why I, I turned away from God, but none of them, none of them would be adequate because right. I made the choice to turn away. From That's God. right. God never turned turned away from me. That's right. You know. So, and I became Muslim when I was searching for. The Lord told me I needed to submit to His will, and the devil was like, "Hey, this is a way you can submit to God." And I was like, well, "I can keep my hand on you." So it, it, was, it was, but at the time I didn't see it, and it took a God-fearing person to allow me to understand that. But the question I have is, this is back to the Christian standpoint of life. Um, there are some times where things get really tough. And I probably already know the answer, but right. confirmation is a thing that really right. helps other Christians to understand. What is it about the church that brings the influence to young Christians? the the church um as a, as you say the church in whole in general a lot of people think of the church as the building would be the church um and obviously we know that we use the church the structure the building to come and congregate together and lift each other up but the church uh, i think about that as you say that the body which would be the body of Christ, amen. And the Bible says, um, lift up the brothers in Christ, amen. Um, that's that's my standpoint on that. Uh, but, uh, go ahead. And when, now this is going to be a little touchy. Right. It's going to be a little touchy. Um, as far as, because I, I know in the Bible it says you're supposed to, Follow the lead of the governing body. That's right. Okay, so where is the line between? Because Paul gave it, Paul gave a very good description That's of right. the law and and the the, the law of God, the the covenant of Moses mm. and the covenant made with Jesus. That's right. There, there's there's there, you know what I mean the law and mm. living living by faith, living That's by right. grace. So, um, a lot of people. Will, will develop a ministry and then try to put their own spin right. to make it convenient to That's them. Right. That's right. How can we help others to see the difference between something that's from God and something that's from man? That's right. I, I, I believe uh, if I hear the Lord right speak, I have, I have asked this question many times in prayer because you see um, a lot of people come together and they start a ministry of some sort and um, I think about the scripture where it says where they add to and take away um, 
I, I want to say something here. As you were saying that, the Lord spoke to me in the Spirit that um, men should walk by faith Amen. and not by sight. Um, to help others to understand this um, in the ministry God's called you into a ministry to start a local body, uh, a congregation, a church, um, we need to be full gospel. We, we don't need to dictate what scriptures that suits us or suits our congregation. Um, I know we live under the New Testament. We don't live under the law anymore, the penalty of the law, because of the cross of Calvary, uh, the shedding of the blood. But we don't need to take away. Um, a lot of questions have arose, and a lot of people come up and say, well, we won't even preach out of the Old Testament. Um, and I, 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 it kind of strikes me in my spirit to where um, a lot of people don't even understand the cross of Christ because they don't understand the old. How can you know the new if you don't understand Amen. from the old? Um, they don't understand the blood. And, you know, in the Old Testament, it talks about life is in the blood. And a lot of people try to get in ministry. And I, I'm not a, uh, I don't try to down ministers, but I, on this segment, I would try to encourage you um, don't try to start a base church off of. Um, just a scripture that you believe interpret bring all scriptures together go from a genesis to a revelation Amen. part and don't take away a lot of people take away or add to because of a faith factor just say like put this in uh, the bible says that this sign shall follow those that believe uh, this is scriptural that they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover um that has never been took away. The Bible said He's the same God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He changes not. Amen. So if we believe that by faith, um, and we believe by faith from Genesis to Revelation and that scripture that said, this sign shall follow those that believe, we shall lay hands on the sick in the name of Jesus, and they shall recover. If I believe that by faith, it shall come to pass by faith. The Bible said faith, is the only thing that moves God. So I would say um, don't take away or add to because you don't believe. But if you're going to move in God or a church, have faith. And if others don't believe it that way, you keep the faith. You just you go from Genesis to Revelation of what the Word of God says. Amen. Amen. Because uh, Paul spoke about this highly. He was like... Um and he was basically letting them know that faith, faith without works, is dead. Is dead. That's right. And that um, if the law was there to show us our sins, that's right. To show us what we're doing wrong. But if if we're covered by God's grace, should we should we forbid the law? No. That's right. We now serve the law of of God right. because we love him. That's right. And because he first loved us. Amen. Taught us how to love. Yes, because yeah. people don't understand what faith means. That's right. To have faith in something is to love something enough to believe in it. That's right. You know, I can't believe I can't have faith in you if I don't love you. That's right. Because That's right. there's a connection, there's a bond right. there. That 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 mm -hmm. is that that is not that can't be broken right. because we have an understanding right. of each other, and I believe right. what you say, and I believe that you love me as much as I That's love right. you, and That's that right. is that is that is the bond connection that we have with God, right. and that Jesus created Amen. because He loved us enough to die for us. Amen. And 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 our debt has been paid. 
It's like we I, I owe someone a hundred thousand dollars and there's no way I can come up with this money, but all of a sudden one day it's paid. And then you look around, who paid my debt? Hey man. That that guy over there paid it. That's right. But then he pays everybody else's debt in that whole building. That's right. He pays the whole world's debt. That's right. And they're like, What do I owe you? Nothing. It's free. It's free. I paid it. Yeah, I just I paid it. It's free. By okay. faith. Yeah, by faith. Mm -hmm. And then you know, we we gotta put our pride to the side. That's right. And be humble and say, That's right. Thank you. Now I'm gonna help others because That's someone right. helped me. That's right. The paying it forward That's right. of our of our of, of our Christian building, the building blocks is, is to become a person to the point where God can use you to do bigger and better things. That's right. Is once God has God has paved the way for you. Now tell others about that one who paid Amen. the way for you. Pay it forward. That, yeah, and, that, and that's 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 great, and it, it inspires me because if 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 the devil had his way, I would have been dead a long time. Amen. Ago. Amen. I'd have been dead a long time yes. ago, and I probably would have spent the rest of my life in prison. But the, right. but the but the Lord spared me because Amen. He knew something was there, right. even when I didn't believe it. There was a lot of years where I faced a lot of depression. And I didn't know what was there because I didn't feel it within myself. Right. But the Lord sought fit to continue right. to be, okay, I'm going to keep my hand out here. Amen. One day you're going to grab it. And, and I know I know the Lord has, has, has made the same way for you because I can see the inspiration in what you do. Right. Every time you get on the pulpit, I can see mm -hmm. the Lord there because... The Lord keeps you moving. That's right. He keeps your spirit lifted. When you kick those shoes off, you're right. you're 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 fighting for the Lord. <laughs> you're you're speaking what what say of the Lord, and Amen. it inspires right. a congregation of people to do right. the same. That's right. Love the um, you know I, I reminded of Paul talking about the gifts that the church should operate in. Uh, he said, if you lack this one, and this love, it profits you nothing. Um, love. I believe the church needs to find that, amen, the, the local churches. Amen, I'm not saying all of them, amen, but there's some. I like to use this expression a lot when you see a lot of people that quote-unquote say that they're Christians and they look like they've been sucking on lemons all day with a frown on their face, amen. And I know we live in life and things of this life is hard, but the love of God put a smile on your face. Amen. The love of God will, will let you see, like the question was asked earlier, about the things of this life and the sins of this life and the nature of this life and the chaotic of this life. The love of Christ that's true in you, the faith that you had faith in the Lord and that He died on the cross for you and He shared, He shed His love in you, that will let you see a different picture of life than looking through the carnal eyes. Amen. Amen. That's great. Uh, well, I really enjoyed Amen. this meeting, and um, I hope in the future we can do more podcasts. Praise and, the Lord. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Amen. Yes, I, I'm, I'm just looking forward to God continuing to enrich Amen. us and help us to move forward. And um, um, if you have any uh, final segments, any, any, any thoughts, any prayers? I just want to tell, uh, tell you ministry, tell you uh, to be lifted up in the Lord. Amen. And um, pay it forward, as we was talking earlier. I think about this. Um, it's like a domino's effect. Uh, freely he, we have been given. We have freely received. So give. So give out. Just keep going in this, uh, in this ministry. Keep going. Give it out. Amen. There's a lot of people need to hear it. God bless you. 
in, in, in the final segment before we close, um, we can get to the point where we get so filled up that in order for us to receive anything else, we have to give something Amen. back out. <laughs> to be stingy with it, Amen. it, you can lose what you have and then become empty. So you have to continue to enrich yourselves and enrich others because that's how we push forward. Amen. Oh, I know we're getting ready to close. I want to add to that just one second, if you don't mind. Um, I, I heard a minister say that when you leave this world, you need to leave this world empty. Our job and duty is to be ambassadors of Christ, is to, to pour out what God's pouring into us. Amen. 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 All right. Um, before we close with prayer, I would like to plug great brother Buck, Pastor Buck, at About My Father's Ministry here in Valdosta, Georgia. If you guys have any rates and reviews, um, wherever you can find this podcast, whether it be SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Radio Republic, wherever you can find us. Um, I will also leave a link on my Facebook page, um, which is it's, it's on the Pages tab. It's uh, What Would Jesus Do Right Now? Um, I will post it, also post it on my Facebook page, which is at J Washington on Facebook. And um, I would just ask that uh, Pastor uh, lead us in, in closing. Amen. Lord, we do thank you, Lord, for this time. Lord, we have come together, Lord, and lifted each other up in your word. We thank you, Lord, for your love and your grace and your mercy that you put upon us. Lord, we ask, Lord, to those that are out there, Lord, that if somebody's out there today, Lord, that you would touch them, send somebody their way, God. Lift them up, God. Let somebody, Lord, spread the good news, God. Spread the gospel to them, Lord. Lead them to you, God. We thank you for this time. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. 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 All righty, this is Jonathan Washington. What would Jesus do right now? You guys have a blessed day.